This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 618, What Does It Mean to Be Square? and The Rise of the Nerd. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. Today, a listener asks us, what does it mean when we say, be there or be square? We will show you what it means, how to use it, and what has happened to nerds in the U.S. in the internet age. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Michelle, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying the fall. How about you? Oh, my God. It's such a beautiful day today. The perfect temperature, the sun shining down, the skies are like clear blue and the leaves are starting to change, which I love. Yeah, I know. I love that. The only thing is <laughs> in the morning, it's like so I feel like it's so cold that like yeah. even though it's not cold later in the day because I get out in the morning, I'm just like bundled up and it's totally inappropriate for later in the day. <laughs> I know it's true. It's a tricky time of year, Michelle, but yeah. you got to navigate it. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of experience. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Very cool. So today, Michelle, we have a question from a listener, one of our listeners. Guys, we love your questions, so send them into lindsaydollarsenglish.com, by the way. But yes, we have yes, a question yes. from uh, Yoonhae from South Korea, and the question is about a common phrase. Uh-huh. What's the phrase, Michelle? Be there or be square. I know, kind of interesting, interesting phrase. And <laughs> so this listener wants to know what it means. So, Michelle, why don't we just jump right in, go ahead and read this listener's question, and then we will answer it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Okay. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm Yin Hei from South Korea. I love listening to your podcast. I feel like my English is getting better and better by just listening to All Ears English every day. Aw, thank you for listening. Good. <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> to hear that. Um, yeah. I have a question. Could you explain what be there or be square means? I heard it from a movie and couldn't figure out what this means and how to use it in sentences. I would be very happy if you could discuss it on one of the upcoming episodes. Thank you. Best regards. Great question. Okay, good question. Awesome. So be there or be square. I feel like this phrase, 
I don't know. I feel like I used to hear it more like when or when I see movies from like the 50s or the 60s. What do you think, Michelle? Do you think we use it now very much? I don't think we use it in a serious way. I think we use it kind of like ironically like, oh, be there, you know, like, yeah, I don't yeah. I think we we say it with a certain humor behind it. I don't think we say seriously. I, I would never say to you, Lindsay, like, OK, so we're going to meet here. All right. Be there. Be square. Like it's <laughs> it's sounded yeah. kind of a be there be square kind of cute way right but it's definitely kind of a cultural phrase that you're going to hear in tv you're going to hear it especially in older movies where maybe in those older movies or tv shows they did say it seriously but now maybe yeah maybe yeah like maybe now it's outdated so we just say it in a funny way kind of a teasing way but it's a thing like it's a phrase and we use it Mm -hmm. so the first thing we want to show yunhei is what it means so Mm -hmm. what does it actually mean michelle Mm-hmm. Well, it means like basically if you're inviting someone to something or you're talking about an event, you're saying, okay, go to this event or be square. And what what's square, Lindsay? Yeah, so I looked in the Urban Dictionary and what I found was square means being a nerd, being a geek, being a dork, <laughs> being uh-huh. unhip, uncool, unpopular, the kind of person that's just not with it. Like you are not tuned into what's cool. You are outside yeah. of the circle, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A square. Um, yeah, I feel like it's just someone who's just, yeah, I like that. Not cool or kind of just, yeah, I think yeah. you put it pretty well. Exactly. And there's another phrase that makes me think of the same thing. It's something that we, I used to hear more, but it's, it's everyone who is anyone will be there, right? Mm, yeah. I like that Anyone one. who's anyone will be there. Yeah. Right. Any is it anyone who's anyone or everyone who's anyone? I think it's anyone who's oh, anyone. Oh, anyone who's anyone. So I think I think <laughs> maybe both are okay, but it means Ooh. if you are someone of, of importance, then you will be there, right? So it's a similar right. phrase, but right. just to go back to this term square. I mean, I actually mm-hmm. put it into Wikipedia to learn more about it, and mm. apparently the term what has been used by you know, for example, hipsters in the 1940s, beatniks in the 50s, hippies <laughs> in the 60s. And so essentially, it's been used by kind of people who have been outside of the mainstream culture yes. to de- kind of describe them. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, kind of interesting. interesting. Yeah, for sure. That, for sure. That's interesting to hear about it. Wow. It is really an old phrase. Yeah, yeah. And so what are some other ways then if we don't exactly want to use this phrase, if we want to use something else for our listeners here, because on All Ears English Guys, we like to use like other show you other ways to say the same thing. So what are some other ways, Michelle, that we could say that someone is kind of square? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So one thing you could say is that someone is out of touch. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. like you're not up to date with current events or trends, right? You're just not with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes, not with the cool stuff. <laughs> not with the, yeah. As sometimes I would say this about like my mom or something, my parents, when, you know, when people get a little bit older, they're not going to keep up with all the trends, you know, and I could see like a teenager saying that to their mom, like, oh, mom, you're so out of touch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I think even I could, you know, say it about 
myself on certain things, you know? It's <laughs> oh, like, <God. laughs> oh, totally. It, like, you know, just with certain things that I don't keep up to date with. And I think that we all have those things that we're out of touch with something. Oh, yeah. I, I really don't follow like pop culture. Like, if you ask me who, you know, Brad Pitt is married to right now, I don't even know. I mean, the latest celebrity <laughs> gossip or even mm-hmm. like other pop culture stuff that I should know. I just mm-hmm. don't know it. Like people mm-hmm. will have references in their jokes and I miss them completely. <laughs> <laughs> Over your head. Over my head, right. Out of touch. So I'm square yeah. here. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then another way to say it would be the person is out of it. So out of touch or out of it is someone mm-hmm. who's kind of disconnected, mentally confused. Maybe in the moment they're tired or they're drunk, right? They're out of it. They're not, yeah, they're not yeah. involved. Yeah. They're not right. present. I think, yeah, definitely if I'm like tired, I might say to someone, oh, sorry, I, sorry, I made the mistake. I'm kind of out of it or something like that. Yeah. And that happens in the morning when you're just waking <laughs> up, you're tired, you have the morning yeah. uh, mind fog, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 And what else? Some other ways to call, to talk about somebody who's just outside, it's just kind of outside of the norm, just not in the inner circle, not not in the mainstream. Yeah, you could say an outsider. Yep. Yep. Or you could say an oddball. <laughs> that could be kind of offensive, right? That one could, don't, I wouldn't say that directly to someone's face. I'd be careful. Like if you call it, say that, oh, that person's an oddball. It's kind of rude. Yeah. Um, I mean, I yeah. think even saying an, an outsider can have different, um, like, yeah, connotations behind mm-hmm. it. That one to me sounds like a little bit more serious, mm-hmm. I guess. Well, yeah, for sure. And weirdo is the next one that we had talked about. But and this one also would be offensive if you say it directly to someone that you don't know well. If you say like you're a weirdo, yeah, but I, you, definitely. But you could tease someone with this. Like I, it's like I have playful. Someone, it's playful. Like I have someone close to me that I tease a lot, and I'll call the person. Oh, you're such a weirdo. Exactly. Da 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 da. You know, it's teasing. So it depends on how close you are to the person, right, Michelle? Right, 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 right. Yeah. When you speak English with native speakers, do you feel disconnected? Do you feel that you can't even understand what they're saying, let alone participate in that conversation? It feels lonely. We want to help you stop this pattern in our new course that's coming out this fall. To get your first lesson for free and to meet a gun salesman from Texas, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bridge. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash B-R-I-D-G-E. See you there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the next one. Eccentric. Ooh, good one. Thanks. What does that mean? <laughs> 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 Lindsay wrote these guys. I did. <laughs> I did write them. <laughs> but thank you for the compliment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what does that mean, eccentric, Michelle, to you? Kind of like different. Um, mm-hmm. like maybe like like yeah, I would say different, a little weird, but not necessarily in a bad way. Yeah, eccentric. Just it, exactly. Like sometimes 
actually nowadays, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more after we go through the role play today, guys, but sometimes eccentric can be used as a compliment. Oh, the person's kind of eccentric, interesting, at least now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And actually, I thought of another that could go in here. I don't want to give our listeners too many words, but I was thinking the word offbeat. Mm. Yeah, kind of offbeat, kind of, yeah, off the normal path. And quirky is another. Quirky. Yeah, quirky is another one. I hear that a lot. And then there's a phrase that we can use to describe this type of person. What is it, Michelle? Marches to the beat of his own drum or her own drum. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. You do mm-hmm. your own thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I, again, I think this is kind of a quality nowadays that can be in some ways respected in American culture. Because if you're willing to look at what the mainstream culture is doing and you say, no, I don't like that. I want to do it my way. And you do it your way, whatever it is. Uh-huh. It's kind of respectable in, in lo- as long as you're not around committing crimes and doing crazy things. Right. As right, a culture, right, right. I think we respect that more than other cultures. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, yeah, you being unique and original, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's very cool. Yeah, like I'm thinking for comparing, for example, I'm thinking of in Japanese culture, I know there's a proverb, um, the nail that sticks up gets hammered down, right? So -hmm. that's kind of a famous proverb in Japanese culture. But I would say it's the opposite here in many ways. I mean, in some ways, yes, there's social pressure to conform, of course. But it's a completely different way of looking at people who stick out. Yeah, Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's bad. But I think our culture tolerates that a bit more than other Mm. cultures, for sure. Yeah. Mm, Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. But let's jump into a quick role play here today, Michelle, and then we'll talk about that a little bit more because I find that top I find this topic pretty interesting. Yeah, I like it. I'm really glad that we're talking about it. <laughs> Me too. So let's do it. So we're going to see if we can throw a couple of these words in here to a conversation. So Michelle, go ahead. It's all you. You've got go. the floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lindsay, what are you up to this weekend? Oh, hey, Michelle. Well, I'm going to that party that Danielle is having in her apartment. Are you going? Oh, yeah. We're looking forward to it. Me too. I was thinking of bringing my friend Dan since he doesn't get out much. I mean, Joe, my friend Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean Joe from high school? You're still in touch with that guy? Oh, yeah. He's a buddy of mine. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I never really knew him in high school, but he seemed like kind of an outsider. Yeah, he's definitely a bit of an oddball, but that's why our conversations are fun. He's eccentric, kind of quirky. Well, what do you guys talk about? Oh, you know, things like the meaning of life, the universe, life on other planets. Joe actually quit his office job to become a beekeeper full time. (laughs) Oh, wow. Sounds like he marches to the beat of his own drum. Oh, you could say that. (laughs) I love that. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Those are good. Yeah, very cool. So Joe is a cool guy. Interesting guy. A different kind of guy. So what phrases did we use here, Michelle, to okay, describe Joe? Let's take a look. Um, <clears throat> oh, I said you're uh I said I never really knew him in high school, but he seemed like kind of an outsider. An outsider. An outsider. Yeah, I like that. So that's the first place we used one of those phrases, guys. He was an outsider, seemed like an outsider. And I'm losing track of where. Oh, yeah. And then I said, yeah, he's definitely a bit of an oddball, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And then I said, he's eccentric, kind of quirky. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I feel like quirky nowadays is like is almost in the dating world at least it's almost like a a good asset like people will if you look at online dating profiles and stuff um mm-hmm. people will call themselves quirky yeah yeah i mean i always think it's kind of like a cute like a cute term i don't think it's bad yeah no it's not bad okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what else and then, uh, Michelle? it turns out joe is a beekeeper now so i said wow sounds like he marches to the beat of his own drum <laughs> okay yeah and then so i should have you- said to you be be at the party or be square be there be square <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i love how you think of those quick little puns that's good you have a talent for that michelle <laughs> oh wow wait are you saying that because of b yeah that's what i, I actually didn't doing. mean that that was one of those no pun intended moments oh <laughs> i was just putting <laughs> the i was just <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Oh, I mean, yeah, I totally meant that. I'm so, I'm so creative. <laughs> no, I didn't. Mean I thought it. you did, but you've come up with good puns in the past. Thank At least you. when we think of titles, so I figured you just oh, did that instantly. Be there, be square. Ah, oh, be yeah, there, be square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but anyways, so I like this. So be there or be square. So we've given you guys today a bunch of different ways to talk about someone who's kind of square, who's kind of different, who's out there is another way we could describe someone, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we do have a lot of terms actually for this type of person. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So it seems like though, Michelle, I mean, what do you think, what has changed in the last like 20 or 30 years? I think it's been with the internet culture kind of coming up now. With mm-hmm. the nerd in American culture, mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's happened to the nerd? Um, I think nerds are cool. Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right with like Facebook and like anything with um, computers. Like people who come up with people who are entrepreneurs make big tech discoveries. You know, they. I mean, not discoveries, mm-hmm. but inventions and. Yeah. You know, these people uh may have at one time been considered nerds and now it's like, okay, number one, like they're yeah, they they are extremely respected for what they've done and they have a lot of money probably. Well, they rule the world, right? They yeah. essentially they, they rule Silicon Valley, at least. I mean, it's like it's funny. I think it's really directly connected with the internet being in people's hands now and anyone can start a tech company now if you have coding skills really right you think right. about mark zuckerberg if he had been in that situation in harvard in the 1980s before the internet came up he would have just been coding for life in the basement in a dark basement with his hooded sweatshirt on he would have remained kind of a nerd <laughs> for mm. life but because he came up with facebook in 2006 5 6 or 4 whatever around mm-hmm. the rise of the internet he was able to create this huge multi-billion dollar company and now he lives in California and has everything that you could ever want. I mean, he's famous and, you know, he's a leading tech entrepreneur. So nerds have become cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that the image of the nerd has changed, even if you're not a Mark Zuckerberg. You know, if you just kind of own yeah. it and you're, you're, you know, you're confident, a confident nerd, you know, um, and yeah. the nerds should be confident. It's cool to be a nerd. 
You're, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I actually, I wonder also, aside from the whole tech space entrepreneur thing, I wonder if this is also about kind of the splintering of the markets, the splintering of the mainstream market. Like we're getting more niche markets now, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they're, I'm trying to think of an example of a company that targets like nerds. I mean, even like Fitbit, the, the product Fitbit, it's not exactly mm-hmm. nerds that they target. It's more athletes, like nerdy athletes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's a product for everyone and there are different niche product ideas for everyone. And so it's almost like nerds can kind of own who they are. And yeah, I'm using yeah. that term in an endearing way. Okay. Um, it's, I don't know, there's room for everyone. And I feel like back in the eighties, the seventies, it was more mainstream was the only way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, it's hard to describe this, but you think about the market that Oprah had or has like, I don't think there'll ever be another Oprah because what she does is too mainstream. It's too broad. Now mm. there's there's going to be many Oprahs, but for individual types of people, individual interests, audiences. Mm. And you think you look at podcasts, right? You go to the podcast store, you type in anything you want, any interest, and you get a show for you. Whereas right. you could never you could never do that before the internet. So that's why I think the internet is creating these splintered markets. Like these yeah. um, long, the long tail, right, of the market. Yeah. Hmm, and so, really therefore, we have yeah. the rise of the nerd. The rise of <laughs> and, the nerd. And, awesome. and other niche groups, right? And other niche, you know, other types of people. Anyone can be, a, a, can investigate their interests and be who they want now. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Very really cool. Really interesting. Yeah, fascinating. But we can, uh, if you guys have a comment on that, let us know. Come back to the blog, come back to 618. And let's finish up for today because we've gone a little bit far. If you guys want more details on what we went into today, go and get the transcript so you can really understand, especially that dialogue. That dialogue won't be on the blog post. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts. All right. And we'll be back tomorrow. All right. See you later, Lindsay. Be, All right, uh, you guys, be uh, listen to us tomorrow, or be square, or be square. <laughs> I don't know. All right, you got it. You got it. Michelle. All right, thanks for the great question. Bye, Lindsay. All right, take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.